0: Welcome to the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business Podcast. I'm Melissa Lieberman, a fellow IC and business coach. On this podcast, I teach you to become a consistently booked, independent consultant without becoming a pushy salesperson or working 24-7. If I can do it, you can too. Listen on to find out how. Welcome back to episode number three. I'm so glad that you're here. Today, we're going to talk about client dependency. So what does that mean? It's essentially where you've put all of your eggs in one basket, meaning you've got one client that you depend on for your consulting business. And as we go through today's episode, I want to offer you a couple of different ways to look at this. It might be that you've got one client right now who's the perfect fit And you've gone all in with them. You're working day and night to provide that project work and the deliverables. And you're really not coming up for air to look at your own pipeline, your own business development, or even taking the time to think about how you can streamline and improve and productize the delivery of the client that you've got. The other way that I see this happening is with prospective clients. When you are out there looking to land your next client and you get a hot lead and everything seems to be going really well you have met a lot of the executives for example they seem to be really interested in what you have to offer and so you put the blinders on kind of like in the horse race right where the horse has the blinders on you're looking straight forward you aren't necessarily pursuing other leads and if it falls through then you're in the position of starting over again so today we're going to focus on this concept of client dependency where you've got all of your eggs in one basket, why that's a problem beyond just the obvious, and then how to avoid this mode. If you can understand the root cause of it, it's going to be a lot easier to avoid this mode moving forward, even if you feel like you're safe right now or not at risk of losing your client or maybe your end data is fairly far out. So let's dive in. We're going to talk today about why does this even matter? And then we're going to talk about what the impact is for you that you might not be noticing or even realizing, and then we'll talk about how, what the root cause of doing this is, and then ultimately a plan for you to move forward and out of the all of the eggs in one basket syndrome. So let's start with why does this matter? Again, you might be thinking it's not my problem right now. I'm on a project and the end date is a ways out. I'm making the income that I want to be making. I'm working with a client that I like and, and it could extend. I'll just figure this out later but as you probably have experienced in the past or can relate to putting all your eggs in one of the in one basket is one of the biggest regrets that i hear when i talk and work with independent consultants every day i wish i knew better i knew better i wish i hadn't done that i hear that all the time and you're probably saying that in your head at different points in time too so the impact of doing this, of putting all your eggs in that one basket, is obviously a gap in income. The impact could be the project ends abruptly, and so then all of a sudden you're left flat footed, or you keep working all the way up to you know almost the end date of your project and haven't really put in the time from a business development perspective that you knew you needed to, to create opportunities that will ensure that you don't have so much of a gap or any gap. That's the obvious impact, right? A gap in income, if you're putting all your eggs in one basket. But the bigger impact that I want to focus on today is the fact that this is also creating a stagnation for you in your business growth. And what I mean by that, or at least for most people that I talk to, this is once we peel back the layers of the onion, we realize that you're not growing. Your business is not growing. You've essentially just recreated a full-time employer but you're called a consultant. And so that bigger picture, you're not acquiring the amount of work. You're not acquiring the additional challenges that you might wanna be focused in on solving. You're not seeing that bigger picture of what the different offerings are that you could be out there delivering against. And ultimately, as a result of that stagnation, you're under-earning. You might be in the position where, yes, I know for sure I'm under-earning. I took what I could get. For others of you, you might be thinking, well, I'm, I'm making really good money right now, and that's not a problem. But what I want to, sh- to point out to you is that you could be making more money and more impact than you are right now. Putting all of your eggs in one basket is really suppressing that ability to grow your business. You're not a project deliverer anymore, right? That's what you might have been in corporate. Now you're a business owner. And you have the potential to expand the type of offerings you're providing, expand the types of clients that you're delivering to, and ultimately earn more than what you're earning right now, if you're thinking about this as a business, in addition to the work that you're doing. So that's the impact that I want to share with you. It's not just that kind of gap in income that might happen in between projects. It's bigger than that. I see it every day when I work with independent consultants. It's the medium and long-term impacts to your business that compound over time, right? When you're under-earning month over month, it adds up and compounds. And the last thing that I want to point out, which I've alluded to already, but is when you're in this mode of focusing on one client, one project, or your current workload, it's also just a signal to be aware of that you're still thinking more as an employee, How am I delivering against what I've been asked to do versus transitioning into owning that business owner hat, right? Fully owning that I'm a business owner and thinking about the work that you do in both of those ways. I am a business owner. I have a business to cultivate as well as services and projects to deliver. So that's the nuance that I also want to point out to you today, because that also, when you're not yet fully transitioned into that business owner hat, keeps you playing smaller than what you're capable of doing. So those are the impacts that I want to really point out to you as a, that come from this client dependency model. And so now let's talk about the underlying causes of why you're doing this. Because most of us just chalk it up to, this is, I just don't have enough hours in the day. But it really isn't about, I just don't have enough hours in the day. What I find after we start really diving into the layers of this, that there are three main root causes and you you may relate to one or all of them. So let's talk about what those three are. The first is thinking that this is a waste of time. Like I've got a really good client or I've got a really good prospect and I don't, it's a waste of time to go out there and start looking for something else to start expanding my business, expanding my pipeline because the timing's not going to align. I'm not going to have any availability for several months or I don't have time. I'm like knee deep in what I've got to deliver to this client to make them happy. Or I've got a really good you know, prospect on the line. So it's, it's just a waste of time thinking it's a waste of time to go out there and keep working on business development. But what I want to offer to you about that is this idea of this is a waste of time, or I don't have time, or this is futile. One of my clients was saying that to me the other day. This is, just feels futile. But I want to offer to you that that's really low quality thinking as a business owner. If you really put your business owner hat on, you wouldn't be thinking that this is a waste of time. Another way to look at that is if you knew 100% unquestionably that your time would lead to more money, your time would lead to maybe multiple projects concurrently, or you spending your time on business development would lead to no gap in revenue, or it would lead to you being so uh, wanted that you got to raise your prices, whatever that is. If you knew 100% that your time, whatever that amount of time is, would lead to the, money, to the money, a direct correlation, you would do it. All of us would do it, right? All of us would do it. Because if it's guaranteed, then it's a no-brainer. So that really points out that it's really not about the time, it's about the probability. So that's where the work is, is really seeing that you're thinking this is a waste of time means that you're not convinced that you're going to be able to convert your pipeline. And I'm not saying 100% of it, right? But you're not convinced that the process that you've got for business development is going to lead to the results that you're looking for, which is increased income, increased flow of clients, an endless flow of clients that you would love to work with, whatever that is for you. So the closer you can get to, it's inevitable that I will land a client with my process versus it's unlikely, it's a waste of time. I'm going to go over and do what's comfortable to me, which is delivering projects. That's the root cause. It isn't the time. It's your confidence in being able to convert your business pipeline into income. So the solution here, in addition to being aware of what the real root cause is, not the time, but the thinking that you've got and the confidence you've got in your process, the solution here is getting to that place where you feel like it's inevitable, that your work that you do from a business development perspective will lead to business, either directly or indirectly, and building up that level of confidence that what you're doing to... Find leads and convert leads inevitably leads to more business. That's the work, right? Because you can't make more than 24 hours in a day. So how do you think about the way that you're spending that time from a business development perspective is worth it. It's not a waste of time. So that's the first place to look is what you're thinking about the time that you would be spending and what the return on that investment in time would be. And if you're thinking that anything less than the time that I'm spending is going to lead directly or indirectly into new business for me, then this is a really important area to dive further into. I could make uh, many episodes on this, but hopefully that gives you a good overview of a place to start looking into in more detail. Okay, so let's move on to the second reason why you might have put all of your eggs in one basket. And this comes up a lot too, which is a little bit more surprising. It comes up more often than you might imagine. And what it is, is a lot of us think we already have enough. I already have what I, all I need for the moment. And you might be thinking this and not even realizing it because most of us are taught in our childhood, right? Not to be greedy, don't take too much, just take the right amount. And so this belief, most of us have been taught growing up. Can spill over into your business without you even knowing it. And what it does is when you're thinking this, either consciously or subconsciously, I've got, you know, I have enough right now, which means I've got a great product, you know, I've got a great customer, I've got a great client. I'm going to focus in on them and delivering for them, and then I'll figure out the rest later. But what that results in is you playing small and not giving yourself permission to be bigger, to be bigger in the space that you take up to be bigger in the goals that you're setting for your business. And as a result, you put your head down and you focus on delivering and tell yourself that you'll figure out the rest later. I'll deal with my business, with business development when my project is coming closer to an end, for example. I've got everything I need right now. So the solution to this, in addition, again, to the awareness of knowing that this might be what you're thinking, is to upgrade that thinking. And what that relies on really is there's nothing wrong with you wanting and having more. It's not taking away from other people. This is what's called an abundant mindset, right? Versus a scarcity mindset. You getting another project or having multiple projects or figuring out how to deliver for multiple clients concurrently, that's not you taking away opportunity from other people. It's not you violating the you know this rule or this belief that you might have grown up with that you shouldn't be greedy. It's you as a business owner creating a business that is growing and scaling and meeting the goals that you've got for yourself, whatever those goals are. There's nothing wrong with wanting more and pursuing more and noticing that you're potentially holding yourself back by thinking you've got enough. So that's number two the root cause of why you might be putting all of your eggs in one basket. So now let's move on to number three. The third one that I find uncover a lot of times why people have put all of their eggs in one basket is that fear of failure, fear that they won't succeed at another client. And this happens when you're comfortable at your current client. It happens so often. For a lot of us, we have a client that, We may have worked previously, or we may have worked with the people previously. They're comfortable. They're known. We know them. They know us. They trust us. And so we put all of our eggs in that basket because we're afraid of failure at a client who may not be as familiar. So this is the root cause. Again, it's not, hey, Melissa, I just don't have time to deal with this. I'll figure it out later. Really, if you put that excuse away for a minute a lot of times it comes down to a fear of failure. I'm comfortable at this client and I'm worried I'm not going to succeed at a different client. And you may be saying to yourself on the surface, well, Melissa, I'm not really comfortable having just one client. I know what the risks are. But at the end of the day, our brain is designed to gravitate toward the status quo, even if it's not in our best interest. So this knowing the client, being comfortable with our current client And being worried about failing if we move on or failing if we add another client or failing if we go to a client who doesn't know us yet. And how do we establish that trust and that influence and that authority? It feels very risky. And so that's one of the main root cause, one of those three main root causes of why we put all of our eggs in one basket. On the surface level, I don't, you know, I can't balance all of this, Melissa. I've just got to have all my eggs in one basket right now. But underneath that surface are these three things, almost always, sometimes all three. And so the solution to this fear of failure, keeping all of your own eggs in one basket because it's comfortable, it's known, you feel like you're succeeding there, is to, number one, again, be aware that this might be happening for you. And then number two, start working on your level of confidence that you can succeed anywhere you go how will that look? Starting to get a lot more uh, vividness around, uh, is that a word? <laughs> uh, put a lot more description, a lot more mental brain power around what would it look like to succeed somewhere that you have never met anyone there? You don't know them. they don't. You don't have a reputation with them yet. What would that look like? How would you do that? How would you establish the trust? How would you establish the credibility? You just thinking about that and visualizing it is a really, really important use of your brain power to overcome that number three, which is the fear of failure. So we've talked today about those three root causes of why you might be putting all of your eggs in one basket and how to overcome those three things, which really helps is relying on you upgrading your level of thinking. Upgrading your thinking from how you might've been thinking when you were an employee into thinking more like a business owner, owning the fact that you're a business owner and embodying that. But I do want to give you a word of caution that I'm not suggesting to you that you just start implementing positive thinking. This isn't about positive thinking, just trying to, you know, put lipstick on a pig, as they say. This is about effective thinking. And there's a big difference. Effective thinking is you thinking like a business owner, how you will succeed, not how you how you might fail. Thinking about how the time that you're spending is worth the investment, the investment of that time, that it is going to result in something, and you thinking about, you know what, there isn't a thing of, I've got too much, or I i shouldn't have more because other people don't. You can create a, an environment where everyone is winning, not being held back by this idea that I've got enough, I I, I shouldn't ask for more. So, I want to really hone in on that for a moment, which is getting into that effective business owner mindset. It isn't about just positive thinking. So, let's bring all of this together. Today, we talked about what is that client dependency, all the eggs in one basket. Why does that matter? What's the impact to you? What are the three reasons you might be doing it that aren't that surface level? I just don't have time. And so, now to put what we learned today into action. I wanna give you four simple takeaways. Number one, just ask yourself, where am I putting all my eggs in one basket? Where am I dependent on a client or what I've got right now? Where am I doing that? For you, it might be obvious or it might not be quite as obvious. It might be in the sales cycle somewhere. It might be you focusing on one type of client when you know that you, can, you wanna diversify a little bit. Whatever that looks like for you, where are you putting all of your eggs in one basket? And then number two, what excuses are you making for yourself? Where are you justifying putting all of your eggs in one basket? Where are you justifying having that client dependency? When you know logically that it's a risky and short-sighted approach and the impacts are potentially a gap in revenue, but also that stagnating business and you ultimately under-earning. So that's number two. And then number three, ask yourself, why are you doing this? Go back to those three reasons that I just shared. Is it a lack in belief that it's going to work, that your business development process will work? It might be a lack in belief that it will work until you're in an emergency and then it has to work. Is it a fear of failure? Or is it that you're staying small because you think you have enough and somehow you're not meant for more than what you've got? Or that somehow you're taking away from other people if, you, if you're if you continuing to grow? And then finally, with that awareness, ask yourself, how can I consistently expand this basket. So it's not just all the eggs in one basket. How can I consistently expand to multiple baskets in this analogy? How can I think like a business owner versus an employee to consistently expand and build my business, grow my business, and not be dependent on one client? So that's what I've got for you today, my friends. Take a look at your client dependency model, and I look forward to talking with you again next week. Thanks for joining me this week on the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business podcast. If you like today's episode, I have three quick next steps for you. First, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Next, leave me a review in your podcast app so other independent consultants can find and benefit too. And finally, to put the ideas from today's episode into action, head over to melissalieberman.com for the show notes and more resources to help you grow your consulting practice from your first few projects into a full-fledged business. See you next week.